class tonight that uh, want to remind you of some things that we're already being in. Uh, again, you know that the word of God says, faith come by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So we can never hear about a subject too much because the more we hear about a subject, it's the more faith should come or faith would come. And you have to maintain what I call faith refreshers. Faith refreshers, that means reading stories in the Bible that would inspire your faith. Uh, we have to understand this, that like we said before, faith is a way of life. It's not, we using it for event or we use it because we need a miracle. Or we, no, faith must be the way you live your life. And we gave you, I think, scriptures on that. Uh, four scriptures, Habakkuk, I think it was Habakkuk, Romans, uh, Hebrew. It is say the just shall live by faith. Don't you meditate that. The just, which is us, we've been justified in Christ. The just must live by faith. That's what the Bible says, for the just shall live by faith. Excuse me, the just shall live. So we are required by God, through the word of God, to live by faith. Now, living by faith is simply taking the word of God, putting it in your mouth, uh, meditating on it in your mind, and releasing it in the atmosphere. It's so important that we understand. See, that's, and, and we'll, I try to get in, in much of that as I can. But we have to be careful. One of the things we have to be careful because always remember this, faith is activated through words. Faith is activated through words. Okay, I need you to get that out. Faith, see, faith coming by hearing, but that hearing goes into the mind, and from our mind, it comes out of our mouth. That's so, so important. Well, let's look at Romans real quickly. Uh, let's look at Romans. Come on. This is training in the word of God tonight. Look at Romans real quickly as we allow the Holy Spirit to uh, encourage us to keep moving uh, in faith. Faith is so important. Ladies and gentlemen, I cannot explain this or express this enough. We can't use faith as a magic portion or a magic solution. No, faith is not a magic portion. No, faith is not a magic solution. No, faith is the way of a Christian. God calls us to live and walk by faith. Now, that's so important to us because we got to get a hold of this. Because the, the purpose of living by faith is why the purpose of living by faith is so important. Because in this world that we live in, Either you're living by fear or you're living by faith. Okay? Let's just make it as simple as either you're living 
by fear and everything you do is responded to fear or anxiety or your emotions or you you're responding to faith in peace and joy and quietness because you have trust in God. So in our lives, each and every day we wake up, we set in motion the law of fear or we set in motion the law of faith. And it's so important that you and I think about that and allow the word, word of God to reshape our thinking so it can reshape our speaking. Now, in Romans 10, I want to start here. In Romans 10, uh, verse 8, but what says it in the Amplified, but what says that the word is 90, why well, it says, even in thy mouth, the word is in thy mouth and in thy heart, heart here is mine. So the word is supposed to be in your mouth and your mind. Well, first of all, you got to get in your mind to get in your mouth. That, that is the word of faith, see? So now we have the word of faith in our mind. We take the word of faith that's in our mind, and we allow that word of faith to come through our mouth. And when we allow those words to come through our mouth, it comes out in a creative ability uh, force. Just like when God said, let there be, there was. We are now operate on that same level of faith when we understand the process of how God did it. And then now, because we're joining us with him and he say, be followers of me. So we are supposed to exemplify what he did and get the same results. Now, but here's the difference a lot of times between what God does and what we do. When God speaks, he believes it's going to happen. Now, when you speak, what's your frame of mind? When you speak, What's in your soul after you decree and declare what you believe in God for? You can't let no doubt, fear, worry, anxiety, question. Out. No, 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 no. Once you lock in on faith, you can't let anything reason what you believe. You got to hold to your faith. Is that why the Bible said we walk by faith and not by sight? Why? Because your sight will cause you to deter from your faith. That's why we have to allow the word of God to be solid in our soul, so when we speak firm, we hold fast to that, no matter what's going on around us. Now, let's keep going. But back to verse 8 again, but what says it, the word is not be even in our mouth and in our heart, that is the word of faith. Watch this. That is the what? The word of faith. Everybody say it, the word of faith. Come on, say it again. The word of faith. Now, notice what it does not say, the word of fear. So, if it, if it can happen through the word of faith, it also can happen through the word of fear. I'm trying to get you to see. So now, now, now watch this. That we preach. Now the word preacher means proclaim, means to speak out, means to release. Amen. Now, verse nine, that if we should confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and should believe in thy heart that God is raised from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Well, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord, uh, mouth the Lord Jesus. So it's if you confess the Lord Jesus with your mouth and then you believe it in your mind that God has raised Jesus from the dead, thou shalt receive your faith. In other words, your faith will come into completion. Thou shalt be saved or you will have the result 
of what you say and what you believe. Now, we take this same scripture, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the car, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the healing, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the deliverance, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the promotion, if thou shalt confess with thy mouth whatever you believe in God for and shall believe in thy heart that God promised it to you, thou shall receive. It's the same thing, ladies and gentlemen. Take that same scripture and we can plug it in any ever your life, and that's how you receive from God on a continuous basis. Now, what's so good about this is when you look at the scriptures, it says this, uh, verse 10, for with the mouth man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made, with the confession is made, through confession it is made. Through confession, it is made. I'm going to keep saying it. Through your confession, it is made. I'm going to say it again. Through your confession, it is made. What's made? What you believe, what you believe in to receive, what is your expectation of God, or, or what promises you believe in God for. That is how we operate in faith according to the word of God, ladies and gentlemen. Now, now notice this. What's so powerful about this, then, then the Holy Spirit comes back and says this, in verse 11, for the scripture says, whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. So what he just said, when you operate by faith according to these divine principles, you will never be made ashamed. God said, I'm not going to let you down. Means you're going to get what exactly what you believe in God for. Ladies and gentlemen, it's so important. I just gave you the one of the most easy working faith principles in the Bible. The same one that got you born again is the same one that gets you anything in your life. If you believe at the same level you believe when you got saved. Amen. Now, let's, let's go. Now, I want to go back to give you the five uh, keys uh, to the performance of faith manifestation. Number one, we gave you hearing. Number two, we gave you thinking. Number three, we gave you believing. And then we gave you speaking. And then we gave you receiving. Those are the five keys of, of the performance of faith manifestation. Now, it's one thing to hear God say something, but it's another thing for you to believe it and keep saying it until it manifests. Amen. A couple of weeks ago, I, I, I told you that uh, I, I, I heard the Lord said, both, and I just went and started looking. I didn't know where I was going. I just knew he said it. Uh, I wasn't I praying for it. I went, God, can I get a book? I, nothing like that. All of a sudden, in the spirit, I heard the Lord say, go find a book. Now, I believe that is premise to my seed that I've sown over the years in the kingdom of God. Because I'm a sower. God knows I'm a sower. And I'm so, I so, I so, I so, I so, I so. And then all of a sudden, God has said, Here come a harvest on the seed that you're sown. So I just I just saw and let God choose when He wants me to have the harvest. Did you get that? I sow and let God choose when He wants me to have the harvest. Because see, when you sow, watch this, get this revelation. When you sow, you must sow not only in faith, but you must sow in peace. Until the harvest shows up. 
See, that peace keeps you steady in faith, knowing that if God said it, if that seed is working, it's going to come to pass. Not, well, I don't know. I show. Uh, 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 uh. You're getting in doubt. You're getting in fear. You're getting in unbelief. Now you're muddying your seed. Do not mutter your seed. Do not cover your seed up. Keep your seed in fresh faith at all times by speaking over it and praising God for it. Now, I want to go to uh, back over here to, to deal with the aspect of speaking. Your confession is so powerful. Now, you never have strong confession until you learn how to control your soul from thinking and speaking things outside of the word of God. Now, I want to go to um, Mark eleven twenty two. Let's go over there. I know you know it, but don't get familiar with the scriptures because God always has more to pull out of there. Now, watch this here. It's so important because what the Holy Spirit is trying to get over to us tonight is understanding uh, the, the importance of your confession in faith. See? understanding the importance of your confession and faith and you you can't get tired because this is the only way you're going to be able to receive now let's see let's go to mark 11 now jesus himself taught this principle to his disciples and i want to remind you of it it seemed good to the holy ghost that we do this now let's go to mark Matter of fact, let's go to Mark 11, 20. In the, in the King James, I'm going to read in the King James. And in the morning as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the root. After Peter, and Peter calling to remembrance, said unto him, Master, behold the fig tree, which thou curse is withered away. Now, Peter heard him speak to the tree. And they curse the tree. Now they go by the tree, and Peter now responds, Master, the tree that you curse is withered away. And Jesus answered and said unto them, Have faith in God. It's a profound statement. I want you, I want you to I want you to get this tonight, body of Christ. Have faith in God. And God what? In God's abilities. In God's abilities. How faith in God's abilities of performance. There's nothing too hard for God. All things are possible with God. Now we need you to get this, get a hold of this revelation, because if you get a hold of the revelation, you can shut down fear in your mind and never entertain it another day. Jesus said, look at his boys and say, hey, listen, have faith in God. Verse 23, for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his, in his mind, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he Say that. Now, ladies and gentlemen, either we believe this or we don't. He just told us, he said the same thing he was reading over there in Romans. I cannot stress it enough how powerful 
your words are that you're confessing out of your mouth. It is so important that you catch them before you say them. If you say something, you 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 break the the power of influence over it, shut it down, pulling that thing down. Because ladies and gentlemen, as sure as you say it, the devil can work against it. He'll grab those negative words. He'll beat you down to the ground with those negative words that come out your mouth. Because why? What do you just like God use words? Guess what he used? He uses words. He's waiting to hear what you said. And he take that and he go after you with everything he got. So do not give him no ammunition. Bible said, give him no foothold to the devil. Don't give him no ammunition. Don't give him not one word to use against you. I mean, I know we're around negative people. They always say stuff, but you can't let those words become your words. I'm sick. I'm tired. I'm, you know, hurting. I feel authorized. Oh, no, don't do that. Oh, my God. No, I'm broke. I can't ever get ahead. Every time I turn around, something going on. Don't do that. Those are bad words. And those words come from fear. And they're going to put torment over your life if you don't stop allowing that to come out your mouth. I'm telling you what I know, ladies and gentlemen. You have to shift from your thinking and your speaking so you can get the right production in your life. So very important, ladies and gentlemen. Now, let me go on because my time is working with me. Now, let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. That's one. Get that down. Come on, stick with me. Just a little bit longer. 2 Corinthians 4, 13. Let's look at this body of Christ. This is the year of performance, but there could be no performance outside of your faith. The Bible says, and Mary believed, and a performance of those things uh, began to happen in life that was told her from the Lord. That's the scripture he gave us, and that's the scripture he's working on. You got to read that, meditate it, and let it talk to you. Let it talk to you uh, and become like Mary. Lord, behold, the handmaiden of the Lord, be it unto me according to thy word. Oh, he delights when he hear people say that to him. He's waiting for you to give him those accolades, to give him that request, to give him that permission. Now, this, this, listen to this. Listen, listen. <sighs> One man said, Lord, I believe, but help down my unbelief. At least he was honest. He was trying his best. If you find yourself short, Holy Spirit, help me. I'm struggling in this area. He will, he will help you. He is your helper, your strengthener, your standby, your advocate, your mediator. He's there for you. Allow the Holy Spirit to give you what you need to keep you in faith. Now, 2 Corinthians, praise God. Watch this. 13, we have the same spirit of faith. According as it is written, I believe and therefore have spoken. Let me give it out again. We have the same spirit of faith. According as written, I believe, therefore have I spoken. 
Apostle Paul is declaring how he's operating in faith. He said, no, no, he said, you have the same spirit of faith. He said, not only you believe, he said, you believe, you speak what you believe. You speak what you believe. I always remember, you speak what you believe. And what you believe is coming out the center of your soul. Now, we also believe and therefore speak. We also believe and therefore speak. So we can see faith is around the principle of speaking, of confession. Oh, listen, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. Can I, how can I stress this to us so we can grab a hold of this and not violate the principles of faith? So very important. Uh, God's not trying to hold anything back from you. Most of the time we're holding, holding it back from ourselves because we're not pressing in like we can. We're not holding on like we could. We're not standing strong uh, like we ought to. But I'm encouraging you tonight. Hold to your faith. No matter what's going on, you stay right there until it manifests. Because just as sure as I'm speaking this word to you, he said, those that will believe in him should not be made ashamed. If he said that, then that is exactly what it is. You'll never be shamed in faith. Now, last scripture, Hebrew chapter 10. Hebrew chapter 10, let's go there. I love this scripture. It's a powerful one. Now, short, sweet. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Now, and Hebrew chapter 10, verse 23. Let's look at this. Let us, in Amplify, I mean, in the King James first, let us hold fast, get a grip on, uh, latch on. The profession, that word profession also means confession of your faith is a qualification without wavering. So now, he said, when you begin to speak forth your faith, you have to do it without wavering or wandering or wishing. No, 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 no. You firm in faith. God said it. I believe it. And that settles it. See, you cannot walk by faith with your feelings because your feelings will always lead you in the area of fear. No, you have to walk by faith in the spirit because the spirit of faith will always lead you in the place of peace. Oh, hallelujah. So very important that you get this press because I'm telling you, if you lock in on this, you'll see your faith excel you see things start happening for you you have the peace of god you won't be on edge all the time you won't be nervous you won't be wondering oh i did this questioning god you don't have to question him he don't lie <laughs> he, he he don't tell stories he tell the truth now 
in this last portion, I want to get, get, get a hold of this in this last portion. Listen to what it says. Get a hold of this. For he is faithful that promise. Glory to God. He is faithful that promise. He's faithful. God is faithful. Jesus is faithful. The Holy Spirit is faithful. Here's the question. Are you faithful in faith? Do you hold strong in faith when he tells you to hold fast to this or give you a prophetic word or tell you what to do? Do you, do you stay faithful to that? Or do you let something, someone, or circumstance, or whatever it may be, I don't know, cause you to lose faith in God's faithfulness? We can't afford that, Miss Sapp, ladies and gentlemen. He is faithful. God is faithful. Say it. God is faithful. Say it. God is faithful. But don't you forget it. Now, in the Amplified, I love it in the Amplified. Listen to this. So let us seize and hold fast and retain without wavering the hope we cherish and confess and our acknowledgement of it. For he who promised is reliable, he's sure and faithful to his word. He is faithful to his word. He is faithful to his word. Who's faithful to his word? God. Why? God and the word are the same. In the beginning with the word and the word with God and the word was God. So, so God has to be strong and true because of his existence of being God. So he has to be faithful. All he asks you to do, ladies and gentlemen, if he's faithful to his word, he asks you to be faithful to his word. He asks you to be faithful to his word. You can do this. It's called meditating. It's, it's, it's called faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. It's come by uh, uh, decreeing and declaring things that he's promised to you. It come by lifting your hands and thanking him and praising him and everything. Give thanks for this is the will of God that concerns you. It's come by worshiping him and thanking him and praising him and loving him. Ladies and gentlemen, the life of God is real. And he wants you to have so much of his life, but that life comes through faith. Salvation came through faith. Being baptized with the Holy Spirit came through faith. Operating in the gifts of the Spirit come through faith. All this comes through faith, ladies and gentlemen. So tonight, I encourage you, stay 
faithful to his word. We walk by faith and not by sight. The just shall live by his faith. That is what we're called to live by as a child of God, as a representation of Christ. Let's do it and make Jesus happy. Because he said, if you draw back, his soul will have no pleasure in you. So you stay in faith. You stick with faith no matter what. It's going to work. The Lord gave us a prophetic word. You grab a hold of that prophetic word and watch the Lord give you prosperity breakthrough. That's that's what uh, we, we're giving you prosperity scriptures because that's the word he released. He wants your faith. He wants your faith to be wrapped around his word because it's for you. It's for you to receive the bountifulness of God. Now, tonight, you have an opportunity to release your faith to your tithes, your seed, and your honor gift and the anointing that's training you in the word of God, according to Galatians 6. 6. Always sow in faith. Always uh, release your obedience and tithes in faith. Because the Bible said, whatsoever is not of faith is sin. So everything you do in the kingdom of God must be wrapped in faith. You sow in faith, you praise in faith, you help in you know, you work in the ministry of health, and all of that is based on our faith, ladies and gentlemen. So tonight, I want to challenge you to sow the biggest seed you can sow to God because you believe that this is the week. This is, he's getting ready to break loose prosperity in your life. Not that before. So you just can't receive the word and not receive the word and not sow in that word. You, you, you're sowing in faith, believing you're going to receive what he's saying. I mean, they did it all through the word. They did it all through the Bible. They got a word from God, they sold. Got a soul, they got a breakthrough. It ain't no different. It's up to whether you believe it's going to happen for you or not. So get a hold of that. Get that seed in the ground. Ex accelerate your seed. The Bible says we're supposed to excel in our giving. If you get stuck, you're not giving by faith. Faith is. You see, God will expand your faith. Because see, when he expands your seed, he's expanding your capacity to receive. So if he never expands your seed, he hasn't expanded your capacity to receive. That means you're going to stay where you're at. That means you ain't going to get no more. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your hour of prosperity breakthrough. I've spoken over you. I've decreed it over you. Now I'm telling you it's going to manifest in your life if you follow the instructions of God. We gave you the word. He said, if you obey and serve him, you'll spend your days in prosperity and your years in pleasure. It is. All you got is the word. Obey and let the Lord do what he say. Father, I thank you tonight for the precious word of truth. I pray that your people continue to walk by faith and not by fear. I think that they'll expand their capacity received by allowing you to give them what they need to sow so their money can grow. They got a great gifts, uh, business opportunities, uh, businesses on the inside of them, promotions that you have. But, Lord, it won't come unless they release and activate it through a seed of faith. We thank you and we praise you tonight. 
I bless the people of God that's on this line. I thank you, Lord, that by your strength they're here from the crown of head to the soles of the feet. We declare that this, like you said, this is a painless week for us. Our bodies are healthy at home. And we declare money coming to us and we'll never be broke another day in our life. Thank you for this opportunity of ministering life to your people. Thank you that now can receive through the bonus of faith. In Jesus' name I pray. And all agree that say amen. All right. Get those pens and paper. Get on there. Get those ties. Get that seed. Let's sow so your money can flow. God, be God bless you. And we'll see you on Sunday morning is our prayer. If we don't, I'll see you in heaven. Keep walking and living by faith. Love you. Bye.